0: Um, we understand that He is, we sang the song, great and mighty is the Lord our God. What proves His greatness and His might? The power of the resurrection. And uh, the reality of the privilege of knowing the power of the resurrection in our life. In Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10, Paul said, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death. The greatest battle of all the ages was taking place. Satan had Christ right where he wanted Him. He found a betrayer. He slandered the Son of God. He sentenced him despite the warnings of Pilate's wife. He was able to mock Jesus Christ, to spit upon Him, to scourge Him, and finally to kill Christ. The Christians scattered, forsook Him, and had their faith destroyed. Christ is now sealed and bound. But then came the greatest victory of all the ages. I love, I love um, victories, and especially when the victory is an underdog that wins it. When it looks like it's a come-from-behind victory. And victories are to be remembered. And when Christ rose from the dead, just as He said... You know, it's one thing to win the victory. It's another to guarantee we are going to win the victory and then against all odds to win the victory. That's incredible. But he said ahead of time what was going to happen, what he was going to do, and the third day that he would rise again, and he won the victory. And as we said Victories are to be remembered. That's why you have trophy cases, so that victories can be remembered. But Satan is continually trying to get us to forget this victory of the resurrection. The reason we meet the first day of the week is to remind us every week that we serve a living Savior. It's to remind us of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, God established us to have a reminder, but um, sad to say, too often, Resurrection Sunday or Easter becomes a day of um, new clothes, dinners, bunnies, candy, and family. You know, isn't it amazing? Only Christianity has a religious holiday in which we're prone to put family before Before our God. Other people, when they have religious holidays, that isn't even an issue for them. But that often is an issue for us. But what is Satan trying to hide? What is he trying to get us to forget? The power of the resurrection. And I just quickly tonight want to remind us of of some victories that Jesus Christ brought. In Hebrews chapter 2... In verse 14, we read that he said, "...for as much then as children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself, Jesus Christ, took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage." Through the power of the resurrection, Jesus Christ won victory over Satan. The resurrection took the teeth out of the lion. All Satan has left is a growl anymore. He doesn't have any bite because when we are in Christ, we are protected from the devil. And in realizing he is a defeated foe, he is already condemned, he has the sentence of death upon him, and he does not have any right to a believer. We belong to the King of Kings. We are protected. We are in the hand of God and protected by Him, and Satan has no power over us. This is the victory that we have. Satan did all he could to stop the resurrection because he knew it meant ultimate defeat. But we have victory over Satan. We have victory over sin. I encourage you to read Romans chapter 6, 7, and 8. And in Romans chapter 6, 7, and 8, it talks about the victory that in Christ we are no longer bondservants to sin. We are servants to whoever we yield ourselves to. And when we have Christ, sin does not have dominion over us. The bondage of sin is broken. Before Christ, we had no choice but to sin. That was our only method of operation. But Christ's life tore the bonds of sin and broke them. The only hope for conquering sin in our life is through Christ because He alone is the one that is greater than Satan. And He alone is the one that gives victory over sin. Any plan to conquer or get victory over sin that does not, first and foremost, include Jesus Christ, is worthless. Only Jesus Christ can deliver us from sin. So, it's victory over Satan, it's victory over sin, and then Jesus Christ came to give us victory over death. The wages of sin is death. There is physical death, which is separation of the soul from the body. That's physical death. There is spiritual death of separation of the Spirit from God. And there is eternal death, which is separation of the body and Spirit from God for all eternity. Now, we know that... In Christ, we still die physically. Our spirit comes to the point where our body can no longer be inhabited by our spirit, either by disease or injury or um, just weakness and physical failure. And as a believer, the Spirit departs from the body, and to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So even in that, that is not the death like those without Christ. But then the spiritual death, we are delivered completely from that. Spiritual death is the separation of the Spirit from God. We have trusted Christ as Savior. We belong to Him and then we are delivered from eternal death. Our body and our spirit will be reunited, and we will ever be with the Lord. And in First Thessalonians chapter 4, he said, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That is a great comfort to know that we do not need to fear death. Death hath no more dominion over us. Why? Because he rose from the dead. He that hath the Son hath life. How simple can that be? He that believeth in me shall never die. Death to a believer is not, it, it's not banishment. It is a return from exile. Think of that. Death is not some banishment into a far out nowhere. Death to a believer is coming home. It's a return from being in a foreign land. It's coming to our true home, as we mentioned this morning. It's the reality of what Psalm 116, verse 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of a saint. Why is that precious? Because it's a believer coming home. That's why He removed the sting of death. Sure, there's sorrow when when we say goodbye to a loved one here, but it's not the sorrow as the world. We don't sorrow as the world because we know that the sting of death is removed and He has given us victory over death. But one other victory... I love this. Victory, victory, victory. I love victories. And the reality is, He gives us victory over fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Why? Fear thou not, for I am with thee. What does that matter if He's with us if he's, we look and he's still in the tomb, he's not in the tomb. He is alive, and no matter where you go this week, no matter what situation you run into this week, fear thou not, for I am with thee. I will comfort thee. I will strengthen thee. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. He said, In Hebrews chapter 13, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now see, this ought to make all the difference in the world to us. I don't need to fear Satan. I don't need to fear sin in the proper perspective because God gives victory. I don't need to fear death. And I don't need to fear, fear itself. Someone has said, Easter says you can put truth in a grave, but it won't stay there. I love that quote. You know, we live in a world today that's putting truth in a grave, but we don't need to fear it. Because it will rise again. truth always prevails. And we can rest in that fact. There are many things in the world today that could cause us to be filled with fear. Things that are going on. But I serve a living Savior. And He is in control. And I can rest in His care for us. Tonight, as an illustration of victory over fear for... um. Many months, many of you have been praying for Pastor Saeed, imprisoned in an Iranian prison um, because of his faith. Some of you may have heard recently his wife was interviewed on Focus on the Family, and tonight we would like to play that interview. I was challenged by it. I've heard it a couple of times, and if you've already heard it, But I can't think of any greater way for us to have our faith built than thinking on these four things, that we have victory over Satan, victory over sin, victory over death, and victory over fear, and then to hear a living testimony of people that have experienced um, amazing things, and yet they're walking in the victory of it. So hopefully this will encourage you to pray for them and all of them that are around the world being persecuted for your faith. But hopefully it will build your faith as well to say, I serve a living Savior and He is at work and there is victory in Jesus Christ. So I trust that this will be a blessing to you to show you that we need not fear. We can walk in the victory of Jesus Christ.